time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Z97.5. Happy New Year and happy first new show of 2023. Getting it started with Atlanta's own Inviolate. That is called Broken Cycle. Now, the reason I'm starting with Inviolate tonight is because, well, we got some news on them. It's been a while since I've heard anything come out of this band, but they posted some studio pictures the other day. So they are in the studio working on brand new material. We'll have some time here in 2023. I'm very excited for that. They've also got a great show coming up with a bunch of other bands. January 20th at Purgatory in Atlanta doing a coat drive for the homeless. So if you feel like making a road trip and taking in a good night of metal, take an extra coat with you. You can find out more details. Facebook.com slash 
inviolate. Tonight on the show, part two of my conversation with Blackwood. I know it feels like a while since we've talked to them because we took a couple of weeks off for the holidays, but part two of that conversation along with another song from them is coming up tonight on the show. I've got news on Clint Lowry from Seven Dust, Blackstone Cherry, and Backhand Blue all coming your way tonight, and a brand new song from Lines in the Sky. So happy to be with you for our first new show of 2023. Now, inviolate not the only band that I haven't heard from in a very long time that says, hey, by the way, we're working on new music. So is the band from Chattanooga, Tennessee, Emerge. They have been doing a handful of shows. In fact, they just played this big uh, Lincoln Park tribute show uh, a couple of nights ago. Um, the Lincoln Park Experience, I think is what it was called. Anyway, uh, they are working on some brand new material for this year as well. So we'll keep an eye out. In the meantime, check out the video for this song. They just posted it um, on their, well, didn't just post it, but it is posted to the top of their Facebook page. And one of my favorite songs from them. It is Emerge and Watch Me Bleed on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Right now? <laughs> Should I? Should I really? Go for it? All right. Hello? Yeah. Region on Z97.5. That is Backhand Blue with Zodiac Sign. Now, big news for them and the other LA, which I'm going to spin for you here in just a second. Normally, I will never tote anything that has to do with satellite radio, but big news for both Backhand Blue and the other LA as both bands have made their way onto the Octane test drive. And I think that's fantastic. You can learn more about that. I mean, I'm all for, you know, doing what I do and sticking with terrestrial radio, but I'm all for these bands succeeding and getting onto more platforms and getting out in front of more people. So how can you not support that, right? So Zodiac Sign made it onto Octane's test drive, and you can check out more on their 
Facebook page, Backhand Blue Official. Uh, a great female-fronted band to another great female-fronted band that also made it onto Octane's test drive. And that is The Other L.A. with this tune, I'm Not Broken. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. C97.5. When the fever broke, we were speaking in tongues. Lying to each other at the top of our lungs. Tales were told and the songs were sung. We left the doors wide open, let the wild dogs run. As we were lying to each other at the top of our
things started, we were just 19. We'd be lying to each other like it kept us clean. But never cool in the open where we might be seen. As things were said in the dark that we didn't mean. As we were lying to each other like it kept us clean. On Z97.5, Fever Breaks, that is from the Great Affairs out of Nashville. They've got a big show coming up at the Mockingbird Theater on Saturday, January 21st. Just 10 bucks to get in. And Blackwood going to be a part of that show as well. Learn more at either band's Facebook page for the Great Affairs or Blackwood. And speaking of Blackwood, continuing on with our conversation that we had started before the holidays hit. And when we left off, we were talking about what it's like to have more than one guitar player in the band. And with two guitar players, how many bands have you heard with two guitar players and it just isn't, it isn't working? Right. They, it's pointless. There has to be um, a little magic in there and the chemistry to where um, they support each other. Sure. And the two become one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. They're both great guitar players. That's why I look, I look at a band like Iron Maiden for that, because they, they perfected that. They perfected that. You know? They sure did. I, and and then Avenged Sevenfold stole it all. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, that was out loud. <laughs> Nothing against Avenged Sevenfold. I just know the very first time I saw them or heard them, I'm like, oh, these guys are fans of Iron Maiden. Mm. Yes. Right, right. Very much so. It's just like, you know, pay, pay tribute to your heroes, but try not to thieve from them. Right. But anyway, I digress. Just a little. <laughs> There's only 11 notes, so... <laughs> That's true. So then for, for you, Chris, what were you doing prior to, to joining Blackwood? Like, what, what is your background? I, uh, I, was, I was in a heavy metal band, kind of. We could, we could call, call ourselves heavy metal for a long time. It was just me and a drummer for about 12 years. Wow. <laughs> pretty cool. And we, we I could, knew you were ambitious. We could never find a bassist. We could never find a, uh, an accompaniment for were me on the guitar. Were you just the hell out of everyone, or what's the problem? I just... That we got along really well, and that was what we knew. So we just kept on doing it. Uh, I think we played four actual shows, if you want to call them shows, in the in the twelve years we were together. Wow! It was very aggressive music, heavy, almost proggy, uh, as far like a math rock type of thing. Okay. And then he got married and settled down, and, and didn't left come you over all quite alone. as much. And I, I I had left Walmart. So I was literally just sitting on the couch waiting to join Blackwood. So where are you, <laughs> where are you from originally? Like what brought originally you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And so what brought you around because it was Nashville and my music stepdad city? wanted to be a country music star. Okay. And uh, they, my mom, I remember I was about 11 years old. And my mom said, okay, so we're thinking about moving to Nashville, the Nashville area. 
there's really good music and lots of pretty girls. <laughs> and I said, okay, let's, okay. let's, let's go. <laughs> I don't care about my friends. See ya. Yeah. There's hot chicks on Broadway. That's right. Woo! <laughs> That's what they are now. They're the woo girls. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're oh, freaking the woo everywhere. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it started. As we're sitting here talking about the cold, you know damn well they were running down Broadway last night. Their tiny shorts and their cowboy boots at 30 degree weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They always do. <laughs> Oh, Every day they don't have to run. They can just ride those buses. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even on Tuesdays. Yes. It's ama- like, okay, obviously this is a vacation destination because otherwise, why? where's your jobs? Do you not have jobs? Go to work. I know. Put some clothes on. I guess it's like going to Vegas for some people, but. I think they get 20 cents there, per woo. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I want to know who keeps tabs on that. It's, pretty ser- it's, it's like being in the Woo-hoo. jungle. Like one of them calls out and then you'll hear someone down the street. It's like, let me see. Sing you the song of my people. Woo! It just yeah. exponentially <laughs> increases until the foundations of Nashville just start to crumble. Oh, God, yeah. yes. It's it's horrifying sometimes. And it feels like being stuck in a like the nightmare of a revolving door. And it's no matter which direction you try to go. You go to a hockey game at Bridgestone or whatever. And you try to walk out of that. And they're just like, it's like you're just pinballing off of all of it. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. But anyway, yeah. it, it, keeps, uh, it keeps things interesting there for sure. So... Twelve years in a band with just you and a and a drummer. Just me and a drummer. How creative did you have to get in order to like? I guess maybe because I'm sitting here thinking of bands like you know, uh, Highly Suspect and, and White Stripes and all of these other Local H and all of these others. Royal Blood, not Highly Suspect. Royal Blood. Um, that's just a duo. So on uh, on a instrumental side, what were you doing to? Make up for the lack of bass. How did you do that? I turned my bass knob to ten. <laughs> <laughs> Does it go to eleven? Uh, you know, when we recorded stuff, I would I would play bass guitar and I would I would layer things. But as far as the very few live shows that we did, I just made sure I was extremely loud. Extremely loud. <laughs> no I, I, think I, I used a Digitech whammy pedal that had like an octaver on it for for some songs, and I, I used yeah. some some effects to try to think it up, but. I remember seeing a video and not even missing it. I was, I, it was somebody put it on Facebook, and I was just like, it was just you and you had your shirt off and, <laughs> and your drummer. That was there. a live stream, yeah, a live stream concert that we did place, in the middle yeah. of the Great Pause. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was a guy's basement in okay. the middle oh, of It looked like that. In, it looked in, wild. In the middle of nowhere. But off, I didn't miss the bass. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was back when I was playing my uh, my Randall Solid State that the, uh, the I swear the, the bass oh, the knob amp, went yeah. to 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me then with you, because um, I mean, these guys have all like for the most part, well, mo- mo- not everybody. So I guess we got to do it again, except for you, because you've done it before. So when you got started growing up, like what was going on in your household that made you decide that, you know what, I want to play guitar and I want to be a musician and I want to hang out with woo girls. <laughs> <laughs> my my stepdad had a Samick, I think it was a half scale electric guitar. It was a tiny thing. And he would play power chords on it. And he showed me how to play a power chord when I was about 11. And I would spend hours just playing that one power chord. It was just an E minor power chord over and over <laughs> as loudly as I could with a with a crate solid state yeah. combo amp cranked up with a distortion that sounded like a robot. So you sounded like you were a broken record. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was just I think I learned how to play a Green Day song because it was just power chords. Uh, and then when I was 13, uh, they bought me my first actual electric guitar and sent me to guitar lessons. I learned uh, classical guitar and then oh, how to play lead that's a big that's a big step up from the power chord to go to classical. Yes. They it, got it, tired of hearing that power chord. They're like, that's it. No, you're taking lessons and you're doing this. Yep. It went from uh, Green Day power chords to Takata and Fugue in D minor. <laughs> and then I, uh, I, I found and fell in love with uh, Metallica and thrash metal and then... My musical taste just evolved. My mother always had something playing on the radio uh, from the from the sixties, seventies, eighties. So I was just like, I'd find the Eagles, and I'd be like, Oh, that's that's amazing! And yeah, dual guitar work on there, uh, and then heavier stuff started getting into Slipknot. So there was always music. My mom always was like, Do you like this song? I'm like, Yeah, I like this one. Who is this? This is a band called Disturbed. <laughs> oh my god, that's adorable. Cool mom. <laughs> right? She'd say she'd say they're new. I haven't heard of them. They're a little heavy for me, but <laughs> they're a little heavy until everyone hears the cover of Sound of Silence and thinks that describes the band. No, 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 no it doesn't. Yeah, I'm into rock music. Have you heard the Sound of Silence, Buster? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome though, I'm not gonna lie. It is.
the region on Z97.5. It is Blackwood with Train, the gentleman, my guest in studio right now. We were just learning uh, what an awesome mom that Chris has <laughs> introducing you to Slipknot and Disturbed. I got to ask because I mean, you, you seem to be the baby of the group here. Either that or you're just, you know, real clean shaven and whatever. Everybody else has got some scruff going on. How yeah, old so are right. you? I'm 32. You're 32. And so you started playing at what age? 13. At 13. I really started playing anything but that, that one power chord. Mom. I'm sure they were very thankful for that. <laughs> oh, it's outstanding. Okay, you, sir. Yes. How did you get started? I got started, um, I have a brother that's 10 years older than I am, so he, you know, he he had records, you know, Peter Frampton, Eagles, Doobie Brothers, Kiss, Journey, Boston. Uh, All the things with the big guitars? Yeah, so I, I got into that, and... Uh, and oddly enough, my I went to a <clears throat> Pentecostal holiness church. I love how you cleared up. your throat to finish that statement. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, actually, I, I kind of owe a lot to that in, in some ways because, uh, m- you know, they had a full band, drums, guitar. Oh, right they, on. So, I, you know, I always, as a mm. kid looking at it, I was like, man, these guys are, I want to do that. Right. Not necessarily what they're doing, but I want to do, I want to play. So eventually, uh, I was probably, I don't know, I guess same age he was, like 13, got a little guitar, started banging around on it, learned the cowboy chords, you know, and and uh, eventually put that away. And I started playing bass because a friend of mine was a way better guitar player than I am, which I just talked to him the other night. Hello, Ed Massey. He's awesome. And uh, he's an incredible guitar player. And he's like, play the bass. We need a bass. Come on, play the bass. So I did. <laughs> So I picked that up and I started playing that religiously. My mom, however, took that little acoustic guitar that she had bought me back 13, you know, uh-huh. and she had it restored because it was falling all apart. It was just, you know, a piece of junk. Right. And she had it restored, gave it to me, gave it back to me for Christmas. And I was like, 
oh my gosh. Because at the time, I was starting to get a little better and learning the power chords and stuff for my friend, and I was starting to make up my own little songs. Right. So I needed something. So that's really what, and then the next Christmas, I got a little cheap acoustic guitar, I mean, a electric guitar, got a little distortion pedal, ran it to my bass amp, because I had an amp. Right. And that's where it really started for me. It's just like, it had just snowballed after that, and I just hadn't stopped since. I didn't take classical, but um, <laughs> but I was okay. I was, this is another thing that has come out of his mouth to show just how ambitious he really is. Yeah, so, totally, anyway, I mean, yeah. I think it's killer. I wish I would have. I mean, there's a lot of things that you know. You look back and like, I wish I would have you know embraced that more, or sure. this or that and the other. But I, you know, I I sat in my bedroom and learned Kiss songs and Maiden and ACDC and and I really just cut my teeth on you know classic rock radio and, yeah. and, and records. I mean, that was really what it was. So the, the guitar that she had restored for you, do you still have that? Uh, I do not. It is long gone. But <laughs> I do have the electric guitar that she bought for me the next Christmas. Okay. I still have that one. Okay. And it's... Uh, I've I've dubbed it the Dookie Stick. Yeah. The it Dookie is, Stick. Yes, because I, I, I is know, it brown? No, no it's, it's black. black. I could get a, I had a hard time getting up to the high frets, you know. So okay. I, I took the guitar out to my dad's workshop and I took a, a Dremel tool and I and I and I cut the, the cutaway more. So now I could get up there and it worked perfect. So it's still like that. It's it's just beat up. And, and Experimental it's, guitar. There you totally, go. Yeah. Keith the master luthier. Oh man, <laughs> I, I switch pickups out of it. I've done some. I you know, I you name it, I did it. But I still have it, and I, I and I'll never let it go. I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone taking a Dremel to their guitar before, but that's pretty. I think that's what it's called. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Just yeah grind just, it out a little bit. Yeah. Zzz, 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 zzz. It took a minute because that's <laughs> what it sounded like. And it was, <laughs> but, but it worked. That was the big thing. It worked. I've got pictures of me playing it with my band. I mean, we would actually play shows with this thing, and um, and it worked. It really did, and it, and it served its purpose for a for many, many, many years until I got older and was able to get, you know, cool. Gear, you know, better <laughs> gear, I should say. It's still pretty damn creative to figure out, like, okay, I can't quite get there. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why not? Power tools. Yes. Well, I, I, yeah. Real quick, I'll tell you how I got the idea. Um, I, I, at this point, um, Extreme, Nuno Betancourt, yeah. they were just getting, you know, going. And I read this interview with him where he built, I think, I think I'm reading this right. He had built that guitar, that N4 that he plays, the Washburn. And, of course, Washburn picked him up and kind of Mm -hmm. duplicated what he did. And he said that I made an extra cut so I could get up to the higher frets. And I'm like, light bulb. I was like, why can't I do that? So I took the old dookie stick out there and started (laughs) hammering on it. And I did. I chiseled (laughs) on that thing. And, oh, and then when I put the pickup in it, I had to take the pick guard off. And it was only routed for a single coil. And I wanted a humbucker in it. So here we go again. Got the router out. That sounds frightening as hell, though, because if you're not very delicate with that Dremel, you could go too far. Yeah, I, and well, ruin I could, it. but I, I, we were, well, Dad actually helped me on that one. Okay. So he's, he was pretty cool. It's good to have the gentle hand with all of yeah. that. He was one that, you know, he wasn't, obviously wasn't into rock music. He was like, you know, the old, uh, the old, old country, um, Red Soulvine. Oh, wow. You know, like, yeah, okay. like digging. <laughs> Uh, what was the guy's name? Reeves, uh, Jimmy, Jim Reeves. Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. But I think he kind of embraced the fact that hey, my son's doing this, and and I I want him to I'm going to help him out. So that's awesome. And I don't want him to cut his fingers off. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. Or or ruin the guitar. Why I have to go buy another or, one? Exactly. Mm, that so, too. That yeah, too. <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of chunks of wood were taken out of that thing to make it what I wanted it at the time. And if it works, it works. But you'd probably never be able to duplicate that again, even if you wanted to. Probably not. If anything, I'd probably just ruin it. So you, I, mean, I mean, I can see you trying to get there and then be like, you do just half of a grind too much or too little and it would totally change the sound yeah, of it. Probably. Why doesn't it work? Yeah. But, no, um, I don't know if it'll change the sound that much, but it might go too far. As, there's some great guitar <laughs> stories that start start off with a router, like Dimebag. Yeah. And, <laughs> Dimebag and his original Dean that he had to put his Floyd on. And the yeah. Shark guitar for me, Eddie Van Halen, that was an old Ibanez Destroyer, which mm-hmm. was a copy of the Gibson Explorer. And he went and sawed a V out of the back of it. And yeah. He said it did change the sound of the guitar because you get a lot of resonance from that. From right. that. More wood, you know. Uh, and then now less wood, it's going to be a little bit more tinny. Yeah. I've never really liked flying V's just because it didn't really sound. It's not rich enough. Yeah, it didn't sound big enough for me. That's why, you know, we play less Paul's and, 
he has a PRS as well, and and uh, I like Explorers because they just well they look cool and and they sound good. So I don't know. Yeah, that, so that works though. That's my story. That works. Anything else we'll talk about? The thank you, Keith. Today. How cool was that? <laughs> thank you, Keith. Did you guys learn something new about him today with all this? No, I play. I played the Dookie Stick a long time ago. Oh, you have. Yeah. Okay, let's hear your Dookie story then. <laughs> It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Rock around the region on Z97.5. Stacey Dykus and Blame. I can't even say that that is the latest song from him because this dude churns out songs faster than I can spin them for you, which is not a bad problem to have. Stacey Dykus music is where you will find him on Facebook. We're working on getting him in for an interview here in the next few weeks to be my special guest on the show. And again, uh, as I mentioned in a video posted earlier today on Facebook, that I am currently booking four slots here in 2023. So if I'm playing your band and you haven't been on my show yet 
or maybe you've got some new stuff coming my way, hit me up. Let's get you into the studio. Or maybe you've never been on the show. Send me your goods. Maybe we can fit you in. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at Samantha Knight Radio on Facebook, or you can drop me an email, Samantha Knight, or actually just Samantha at Z975.com. We'll keep it easy. Samantha at Z975.com. Samantha Knight Radio on Facebook. Blackstone Cherry been working on some new stuff. You know, they had a great year. In fact, probably about a great year and a half with their last album and touring all over the place. Uh, They got to record live at Albert Hall in the UK, which is a legendary joint. Well, the band is back home as they celebrated the holidays with family, and they posted a little teaser video um, just before New Year's, shooting a video for what's going to be their first single from a brand new album, and some pictures from where they've been recording as well. So we will get new music from Blackstone Cherry in 2023. Going back to their last single, Ringing in My Head, it's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. People, people, your attention, please. I need to tell all y'all about a new disease. It's crap right out from beneath our nose. And what happens next, we already know. the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Oh, no. 
Region on Z97 vibe. Paper Tigers, that is from Nonpoint. And oh my goodness, last week the band announced a big tour I am so stoked for. The Emerald Cities Tour 2023 Nonpoint. My boys in Blacktop Mojo and Sumo Psycho, which I haven't seen them in for freaking ever. Going to be a couple of opportunities to check them out. March 7th, they'll be at Capone's in Johnson City, Tennessee. And the Basement East on March 15th in Nashville. Oh, that is going to be one hella awesome show for sure. Learn more details, facebook.com slash nonpoint. Um, yeah, I will definitely be at that Basement East show because I love Nonpoint. I love Blacktop Mojo. Freaking love Sumo Psycho and haven't seen them for way too long. So that is going to be a hella awesome lineup. All right. The lineup for tonight is just about complete. I still have something brand new to premiere for you and some news on another member of Seven Dust and what they're doing when they're not in Seven Dust because none of these guys know how to sit still ever when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
around the region on Z97.5. God bless the renegades. That is Clint Lowry of Seven Dust. None of these guys know how to sit still. You know, Clint's got his projects going on. Uh, Vinny and John Conley in Projected. Morgan Rose has his own thing happening. Like, everybody is constantly working. As Seven Dust, they are collectively one of the hardest working bands I have ever known in my life. And then individually, they still are out there just grinding. Clint actually made a post the other day. He is working on a new EP. In fact, well, he's got an EP ready to drop February 5th with five brand new songs. And just a couple of days ago, he was picking away on video. It's like, I've already decided to start working on the follow-up to that EP. (laughs) February hasn't even gotten here yet. And he just continues to write, which is amazing. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. That new EP that's coming in February is called Ghost Writer. Working on getting some material for it right there. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the show. It's been good to be back at brand new stuff for you. Part three of my conversation with Blackwood will continue next week. So I hope that you will tune in and check that out. And as I've said, I am looking to uh, book some time with some bands to get you in here as my guest of honor. So make sure you hit me up at Samantha Knight Radio on Facebook, or you can drop me email, Samantha at Z975.com. Whether you're ready to come in to do an interview or maybe you want to get some songs on the show, let's talk because I would love to chat with you and make you a part of this show and get you out there for everybody. Now, this band was on my show, I realized, in 2015, back when this program started. It's been a really long time. But thanks to the algorithms of Facebook, haven't seen any hide or hair of them for quite a while until the other day when they popped up with a new song that they dropped a couple of months ago. Then they decided to head off to Florida for a nice long weekend, January 5th through uh, today, actually. They're doing their last show in Jacksonville. So they've had these Florida dates and things are going awesome. And we are going to be talking when they get back from that little road trip. In the meantime, let me debut this new one for you from Lines in the Sky. It's called Taciturnity. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 